Hello, and welcome to another beautiful episode of In the Sound with your boy, Tommy Gold. Uh, I am feeling really good, man. I'm just feeling good this week. I don't know. Nothing bad happened, man. I've been thinking about life a lot lately, and um, I've just been thinking about life, man. And uh, it's it's good. Life is good. So, and I'll, I'm going to touch a little bit more on that in a second. But, you know, dude, I like to start these off. Give some thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking out, you know, your friends, possibly, you know, people close to you that are coming on this thing and doing this, having conversations with me. Um, I am really, really enjoying it. So, you know, thank you for listening. Like, I'm, you know, I had, I had lunch with my mom uh, a couple days ago and I was telling her about this pot, you know, about she listens to it and I was telling her about kind of, you know, the podcast and I was like, you know, I don't really, I don't get anything out of it monetarily. Like I'm not like making money off this thing and that's not really the goal, but you know, what I am getting out of this thing is, you know, just talking to people fully engaged, man, no cell phone, no laptop. I don't do that in this setting. This is kind of important to me, man. Like, you know, really getting down, you know, eye to eye conversation. Just and and some of it's not even important stuff. It's just, you know, having a, a true, you know, back and forth with someone without being distracted of, you know, what's going on on your cell phone. Um and uh she was like, "Yeah, man, that's like investing in yourself. You know, you have to invest in yourself to you know, for your mental health and your, you know, just your being, you know, how, you know, if you want life to be good, you have to do things you enjoy and invest in yourself, you know, make yourself feel, um, make yourself feel good. And, uh, so hell yeah, man, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with this podcast. That's what I'm doing with the music I make. That's what I'm doing with the garden I have in my backyard that Oscar the Orange Cat hasn't come near or shitting my stuff recently. So, yeah, man, that's what I'm doing. It's a good week. I'm having a good time. Um, Yeah, dude, invest in yourself, man. Look, wise words from my mom. Invest in yourself. If you're listening, dude, invest in yourself. Because uh, that's what you need to do. Make yourself happy, man. Everybody needs to make themselves happy, you know, without making other people, without harming other people, of course. But, dude, make yourself happy, man. Yeah, buddy. So, I do have a, I don't have a song of the week, but I have an album of the week because some Lafayette locals just dropped some hot fire on us. Um, The band Speech Fuzz just released an album called Too Stupid, and I highly suggest that you listen to this album because it's really good. The songwriting is great. Um, you know, the arrangements are really good. Great harmonies, dude. It's just, it's just a good album. And I'm a fan of their first album, Midnight. It's a great, that just go check out their stuff wherever you listen to music. It's all good. It's all really good. Um, yeah, so I'm proud of them. I'm a big fan I don't know if they have a show or anything coming up soon, but I'm on the lookout. I'm definitely on the lookout, and you should be too. So that's it, dude. 
go check it out, dude. Support some uh, Lafayette musicians. You know, all girl band, dude. They sing together. They each one of them sing. You know, they all kind of they trade off. And dude, it's it's just really good. I'm a big fan. So yeah, speech for us. Too stupid. Go check it out. Um, other stuff that I have coming up: French Quarter Fest, dude. I already told you about this, but I'm telling you again. April twenty fourth. The House of Blues stage, 1.30 p.m., the Sunday of French Quarter Fest. Dude, New Orleans is going to transform into what? Boogie Town, USA, baby! Transforming into Boogie Town, USA. The second we stand, the second we, fuck, the second we hit the first note on the, on the House of Blues stage at 1.30, New Orleans transfers. It transforms, transfers. It transforms into Boogie Town, USA. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. So... You can't really prepare for that, I understand, but it's going to be fun. You're going to have a good time. We're all going to be jan- dancing and laughing, dude. It's, you know, I'm going to be, it's going to have a great, dude, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Yeah, so that's the show that I have coming up recently. I do have a couple more confirmed for Sick Ride, but I'm not going to announce those until we get a little closer to the dates because I don't want to confuse anybody. I want people to be like, well, you said you were playing on the sixth, you know? Yeah. But of like July, you know? So, or whatever, but I will be announcing some shows coming up, some good ones. So I'm excited about that. Um, another thing I'm going to plug. So every single Thursday there, my rival and I started a chess club. Every single Thursday at Green Room on Jefferson Street, 5.30 p.m., show up and catch some heat on the chessboard. Holler at your boy. Come see and come learn a couple things. I can probably teach you a couple things. Or I'll absolutely just get destroyed because that's how my chess games go. Sometimes I win. Other times I get completely destroyed, and that's all right. I'm 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 okay with losing. Um, actually, you know what? No, I'm not not in chess because you beat yourself. That's the thing about chess. You know, your opponent. If your opponent's just sharp, they just, you just have to be really sharp because the way the way that someone wins, some someone messes themselves up. That's what happens. You beat yourself in chess. So it's sometimes it's kind of hard to take. You're like, oh man. I'm an idiot, but hey, I'm getting better, dude. I'm getting better, and it's and I'm ha- I I love playing, so it's fun. So yeah, dude, if you're into chess or just kind of getting started with it, we welcome anybody with open arms, dude. Every Thursday at Green Room, uh, chess club. Yep, gotta love it. So be there if you want to. Um, yeah. So I've been thinking about life lately, dude. Life is. Life is good, man. Um, my life is good. I uh, and I am very, very grateful for uh, the life that I have and the people that are in my life. Because those—that's really what makes it, you know, good. I'm just surrounded by excellent people. You know, um, like. Every relationship that I have right now with, you know, friends and family and my partner, it's everything's just so good, you know, and uh, 
Sometimes you got to stop and think about things like that and be grateful for them. You know, you can't take things for granted. And I, I'm not, but it just, I, I don't know, just this moment, this, at this very moment, I, my life's good, man. And the people in my life, you know, are great. So if you have crossed paths with me, some way, shape, or form in the, you know, frequently uh, or say uh, recently or uh, maybe far in the past, if you have crossed paths with me and we have maybe shed positive light on each other or began a friendship or whatever, man, uh, thank you. You know, just thank you for being a part of my life. Um, you know, feels good to have good people around you. So I'm grateful, dude. Grateful for life. Grateful for a lot of things. And uh, that's cool. I'm all good with that. Speaking of great people, my guest today is Mr. Lyndon Lindell Segura. Uh, Lyndon is the warhorse wrestler, guitar playing magician. Uh, you know, ma- guitar playing Smith, not not like blacksmith, but like guitar Smith. Um, for the band Old English, from right here in Lafayette, dude. Old English rips, okay, rips, and uh, Lind Lindell rips. He does. I mean, dude, he's a way better guitar player than me. You know, I'm not that good, but it's true. He is. He got style. He knows what he's doing. Um, they write some cool tunes, man. You know, uh, Lennon's been a longtime friend of mine uh, for, man, I don't even know. Now, I can't even, I'm not even sure. Maybe 10, 9 years, something like that. Uh, but yeah, man, we're going to, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. We might talk about space. We might talk about a little bit about music. We might talk about the meaning of life. We might talk about pepperoni pizza. I don't know. I record these things before the episode because I like to be surprised too, you know? I don't, I don't know what I'm walking into, but I want to let you know how I feel before, you know? And I feel good about it. So that's that, dude. That's my update for this week. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Lyndon Segura. What up, Boss Hog? daddy <laughs> what's what's going on man not much dude i'm glad to be back in town yeah thanks for uh thanks for doing this man of course thank you um dude so i, I saw that you were in uh what colorado yes it was a uh, really nice time really you, nice time. you're snowboarding border uh avid pretty professional um good i'm not graceful getting off the lift you know it's like tennis i, Who I is? have a decent serve who is though a lot of people <laughs> I tell you, a lot of people in front of me and behind me. Okay, so well, um, yeah, um, dude, it was great. Uh, we went to um, Durango. A lot of people go to like Breckenridge, Telluride, like yeah. Aspen, and all that. Uh, we went to Purgatory last year, and uh, it's real cool. It's a eighteen-hour drive. It's kind of hardcore. Oh wait, so you drove this? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, flights. If you're not an 
prematurely <laughs> purchasing flight ticket holder. They get expensive. Yeah, they get really expensive. So driving yeah. is kind of, I mean, it's cool. You get excited on the way up there. And yeah. And on the way back, it's like, fuck home. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I know those uh, 16 hour drive homes from, you know, like last gigs or whatever. Right. But, uh, but were you, uh, you were, so you were shredding the gnar out there? Dude, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I get better each time. I think everyone yeah. does. Um, I really enjoy being on a board because I never skateboarded when I was younger. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like my, my selfish little tie to not being a true skateboarder because yeah. it's cool, man. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a very cool sport, you know, almost yeah. too. I mean, it is, it's the next games. Well, no, I don't think it's the next game sports. We'll be, we'll, we'll be, um, it's an Olympic sport now. I think it's definitely an Olympic sport. Winter, What's winter, the winter sport, uh, term curling, curling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shuffleboard at green yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I think, I, I think it's just winter sport. Probably so. Maybe so. I, I mean, guess. it's it's an extreme sport. You know, it's like uh, like skateboarding and BMXing, and that's all like extreme sports. Like, right. I would think. Uh, maybe, maybe that's a better term. Don't don't quote me on that. Anyone that gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, but well, and I don't even know if X Games is still a thing. Now, I haven't seen anything of it. I don't necessarily follow it too much. No, but, me either. But I think maybe since they moved to Olympics, hopefully I, that's I, the X Games. I have. I just haven't seen it in years. You know, it used to like. Early 2000s, it was like huge. Yeah, I work with a guy that would kick my ass for speaking <laughs> so ill on the X Games. <laughs> but um, no, I don't know, man. It uh, it's cool being out there, though. You know, like it's 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 very surreal. I'm not yeah. that much of an adrenaline junkie, and this is kind of um, simulation trained me to become very much okay with adrenaline. And that's at, cool at certain times. You know, like yeah. you have to go fast. You Sometimes. gotta you gotta bomb it down the mountain. You know what I mean? Kamikaze, dude. Kamikaze, right? <laughs> Tutelage. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, man. That's that's cool. I I, I had I did uh, Breckenridge before. I snowboarded in Breckenridge. We did that a couple years ago. Yeah. It's cool. And it's it, huge. It's cool. It's touristy. It's, it's kind of fun. You know, like you know, obviously being from here, there's no like mountains and shit. It's just. Mm-mm. You kind of realize how small you are. Well, you look like an idiot out there because you're just like out there like grabbing snow and like with your yeah. mouth open catching snowflakes and yeah. shit. People are like, dude. In your camo. In your camo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With your Bud Light right yeah. in your left hand. Yeah. 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 Uh, dude, that's uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. I, I always enjoyed time on the mountain. So like no broken bones, no no hard bites. No way. Just a, just a, a tight ass <laughs> after an entire week. I tell you that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. So it was, was it a bunch of y'all out there? Just three. Just three? Yeah, yeah. Just Nicole uh, and Michael and I. Michael Luke Nice, man. Damn, dude. That's uh It was cool. It's like, you know, get get twelve hundred bucks and cruise out there. Yeah. You know, that's really all you need to do. I mean it's and it's kind of like a uh what'd they say? It was like an underrated mountain. Like no one in Colorado really goes there yeah. because it's not necessarily the most popular, but people who know are like, dude, this is the second most snow in Colorado, hands yeah. down. You know? It's not 14,000 feet at the base of, I think, Breckenridge, we were at 12, you know, mm-hmm. so at the highest peak, we were at 11,000. But when you're out there and you're nice. on like the tallest peak and, you know, you feel small, you feel fucking, yeah, it's super tiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny boy, tiny, tiny, hands. tiny, tiny hands, tiny feet, tiny board. Yep. Tiny, Don't. tiny thighs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not after this chip. No, you're jacked. No, you're dude, now yeah, jacked. Yeah, yeah. I will chase you down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, that's, that's tight, dude. So, uh, what else been up, man? What's going on with the... The old English horse wrestling uh, oh, thing that you're doing, man. Um, a lot of a lot of cool stuff, dude. We we're, we're finally finishing the record. We made uh, our first little debut, lol, 
on fucking South by Southwest. That was cool. Nice. Unofficial stuff. It was cool. Um, shout out to Rickshaw Billies for having us out there. Absolutely. Um, the record's coming out, you know, very soon. Oh, we want to, so we have a festival that we're playing for in Austin in July called the uh, Ripple Fest. I saw that, Texas. man. That's a, dude, that's a good, pretty good lineup. Dude, it's a, that's good to have on your resume, too. I, man. I agree. It has grown, and it's grown in a year. It's grown yeah. in a year. Like last year, there was kind of like, uh, like a fucking boom, boom room list of, of bands, you know, yeah. like a handful, you know, yeah. I'll feed you kind of thing. Right. And in a year, they've completely expanded it somehow. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know if it's due to uh, connections with Ripple or just that dude is hungry as shit, but shout out Ryan Garney as well from High Desert Queen and Look at My Spoon Productions because he has uh, really given us a chance on a lot um, as far as just being um, present in the scene, um, kind of having some acknowledgement, some awareness of what's going on with other bands and just helping us kind of just push through the through the shoot. You know, the yeah. dude uh, was from Houston and went to Austin and then made his own production company and just kind of started trying to take away, you know, and that's own. Ripple. And, and no, well, so Ripple is Todd Severin from okay. Austin and uh, a guy that he is now under the label of Ryan Garney used to be in a band or is in a band called High Desert Queen. And he got the attention of Ripple, got on Ripple and then started this production company, I think, prior to that. So that when he moved to Austin from Houston, he could have some sense of like, what do I do? You know, how do I yeah. get into the scene? Which is pretty smart um, yeah. to do. And uh, yeah, man, it's going to be sweet. We're trying. I would like to. <clears throat> so it's what? It's April right now? Yes. Okay. So April, May, June, July. So we play in July. So I would like to April, May. Like Mayish, the record? I'd like to have, you know, like like at the end of this month. Like yeah. I would love to I would love to have it completed and uh, have I mean, the art and everything down and everything. Is it? So. Is it? Where, is we, tracking getting close so i think this week if i go in tracking is done <laughs> yeah 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 if you go in if i no no i will i will nick i will nick i will go in yeah um but yeah no so we just need to we just need to make sure that the last like eight percent is like lean muscle you know okay we already got fat in there like it's fine yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. but like this these last couple tracks need to be lean muscle for sure okay so after that you know we do the uh do the pr you know we get a little campaign going, try to get some publicity going because of it, some talks, maybe some small shows, some run-ins and stuff like that. And then we got the show in July. So I'm ready to like, like right now I have like a fucking chainsaw on the ground and I'm ripping it, mm -hmm. trying to get it to start. Absolutely. And I feel it. You know what I mean? Like it's the next <laughs> it's getting, one. It's, it's getting, getting close. There. Yeah. Yeah. I've primed it. I pumped all the oil in there. Yeah, man. So it's going to be cool. That's it's good. Cool. Uh, so dude, well, I mean, just out of curiosity, what, like so what would you say is um uh, what have you what have y'all transcended into from the last record oh, like man. like what's like what's the what's the difference the biggest difference for you and maybe the i guess with the songs and the sound and the yeah um i think that the first ep first record that was the ep and uh i think it was very a testament to what we were at the time, right? That's such a basic answer. But I mean, we were four dudes that were getting to know each other. Yeah. You know, and we lived in a house and it was cool. We were like a, we were like a pirate ship, you know? Right. And the songs kind of not necessarily emulate that, but emulate kind of where our, our chemistry was at the time, which mm -hmm. was together, but it was still very like, we're not yet the four corners of the square that will maintain the structure, right? We're okay. trying to find which corner we're going to. 
And the songs, uh, some guy one time in a uh, review said it was very almost like schizophrenic. And I thought it was cool because it's an EP. Yeah. You know, we crushed out like nine songs. We cut fat to like five. Yeah. You know, and then we put it out and we recorded it. And we had our first show and we got so much good feedback that we just kept it. You know, we altered yeah. we altered and changed it. But this record has really, uh, I don't know, this record really has made me uh, believe in like, chemistry in a relationship in a band you know yeah. and that's something that i definitely have always wanted since you know starting in music and everything and it's been cool to to, to see the trial and tribulation but also the success you know in the, in yeah, the yield yeah. of such sex success sex sex so, sex sex, 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 um, sex yeah no the, six 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 <laughs> uh <laughs> so i don't know man like the record now like i mean when you listen to it it's a totally different band but just kind of really yeah to be so, honest so the new one is is this this new one is kind of like where where we all agree on we are now, you know. Like okay. there there is complete um, transparency on who we are, what we're doing. This is our sound now, and okay. it's a lot more rounded. It's a lot more whole. Um, I think that everyone has improved in whatever way they feel like they've improved, whether it be great or small, in such a um, successful way, you know. Um, to just tracking, to taking it seriously, to show performances and shit like that it's just yeah. kind of like we're a different band now and i'm very excited because this is kind of where you know like i remember nick kind of telling me like you know um i've tried to start this band like a hundred times yeah you know and i've tried to like play that song that we're playing right now like a hundred fucking times mm -hmm. and it's cool for a musician like nick to finally like feel like he's owned that or earned that right you mm -hmm. know on stage in the in the studio because I mean the dude's a champ in the studio you know go in oh yeah fucking dude. just rip out and be like done in an hour, hour. I, I've worked with him before yeah, yeah, he just, yeah he's he's insane he's quick he's very quick he's just like yeah I just come in and do it and he yeah, kind of yeah. comes in he does some vocals over here uh, for that uh, one, that song we had did right and, right uh, it was like one or two takes and he was like eh, yeah that's good a yeah, dominant good. male yeah 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 a dominant male and I was like you ready he said. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready, dude. There's no uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's no like, like, like going outside doing some jumping jacks, nope. like screaming at the at right. the sky in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, like, no, no, no. He's no. like, no, I'm I'm already warmed up. It's yeah, he's good. worried about it way too much, and he came in and yeah. <laughs> killed that shit. <laughs> so yeah, he's know. like, I, I gotta go, I gotta go do something, man. I'm like, just coming and do get out. But I think the record is like, I don't know. I think the record is gonna is gonna really. Um, I don't know where we lie. You know, if you asked me, like, where to put myself in a bracket of other bands, I couldn't tell you because of this record. Yeah. Like, I could tell you what we thought about and what Nick thought about or Austin thought about and June thought about writing the song or, you know, writing your parts and, and recording yeah. it and having influences and shit like that. But I'm very excited to see where, where we're placed. Not out of, like, place me, you know? Yeah. Like, like yeah. but just... I know what you mean. Dude, I mean, this is some weird shit. You know, these yeah. are some crazy songs. Like as, as far as compositionally and just structure and and change, and sometimes they're simple. You know, like yeah. most times they are simple. Like when you think about it, it's like wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whoa. You know, but dude, I mean, Nick said it. Like I don't know who's doing this right now, and it's that's not a shot to anybody. That's just I don't know who's doing this right yeah. now, and so I'm very curious is to see how well that's going to. Um, be perceived. Yeah, yeah. Be perceived and benefit. You know, yeah. like so. I don't know, man. I mean, this, I, I tell you, the tracking was a lot cooler this time around. Not that it wasn't cool with, with Jordan. Jordan, uh, shout out, Jordan. Uh, I love you so much. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, I need to have him on. 
Dude, definitely yeah. have him on. Um, yeah, but it, it was just kind of different. It was like we, the only reason why it was different is because we tracked it live almost the entire time. You know, it was, it was like we were playing live, but. On on this, on the new record? Yeah, on the new record, Compared we basically, to... it was just session tracked, you know, like the he'll come one? in, yeah, he'll come in, do drums, Nick will do oh, okay. scratch track yeah. for Austin, we'll record to the drums, we'll go in and do just different stuff, but I mean, now, this time around, I mean, we went in there and we played, and it was powerful, it was like monolithic, it was crazy, it was a crazy experience for me, because um, I, I, this this genre to me has such like a, an easy, an easy way to become like sovereign and monolithic and very imagery based. And I love imagery based content. Um, yeah. And this whole genre is imagery based, you know, like, the, like it's, it's very vague as far as the content, mm-hmm. you know, unless I say like, I'm going to kill you, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's pretty specific, like yeah, I'm yeah. going to, you know, but there's just a lot of vague shit that like makes your mind work, you know, right. once you start listening to this stuff and I find that the sound very well complements a lot of these lyrics and a lot of these uh, transitions and stuff like that. So again, I'm just very excited for people to hear what we have. Cause I mean, you, people have seen it live, but on the record, it's going to sound so much more whole and uh, forged, you know? Yeah. And very excited. We're all very excited for it, but I will say this just to kind of segue into it. If I, uh, if we didn't approach this, record and all of this um with at least a little bit of um seriousness and like a sense of like again we've talked about this like this is a small business you yeah know? this yeah. is this, this band it's a band you know it's old english but i mean yeah it's a business though. it's i mean it's like taylor gang that dude said that a million times and then it became an llc yeah you know and it's it's just kind of uh you don't have to become an asshole right you don't have to become like because when i have this conversation with people sometimes they 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 become a little less attractive after they start responding, you know, because it's yeah. like, man, you don't have to rule the world, but you at least have to rule your own environment a little bit. Yeah. You know, just make an imprint, set yourself up, talk to people. I mean, talk to people. You right. are not going to get anywhere unless you talk to people. Yeah. I don't care if they give you an answer or a question, you know, like right. you just kind of have to really wrap yourself into um the becoming in uh, like like um what's what am i trying to think of the the you, you got to really uh what's the word plug yourself into the environment like yeah. you really do because it's an environment it's an ecosystem you know yeah. and so like it doesn't matter if you're in lafayette like any touring band that comes in fucking suck them off man because <laughs> you might need to play with them later <laughs> yeah. you know and like yeah no i mean networking it's it's, it's very important uh it's huge a lot i mean a lot and a lot of people don't realize that you know I don't know, you know, we have friends that are like, oh, we'll just wait until something. Dude, no. You can't wait, dude. Dude, you can't. There you is have no to, waiting. like, beg and, and barter, trade goats, you know, yeah. for fucking information. Yeah. And try to figure <laughs> out, like, what you need to do. Because, I mean, do you want to play the Boom Boom Room for the next six years? No. I don't. I I mean, I love Nick James, but. Yeah, me too. You know, but fuck, like, I, I don't want to, like, be in Old English for seven years and have maintained, like, two states. Right. Yeah. You know, and I understand people's schedules. I understand people's goals, their pursuits, their outside goals and stuff like that. But if you're going to do this, I remember Dustin Gaspard a while back, uh, shout out for the new record. Good job. Um, can't wait to hear it. Uh, he asked me one time, he's like, dude, what did you do with your PR? Like, how did you get your PR? Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad answering him because I just felt so lucky that we were in a genre that randomly just had a guy doing PR. Yeah. And I couldn't tell him anything beneficial 
Right. You know, because I'm not in that scene. I don't know who the PR guy for that is. I don't even know who you would talk to. Yeah. But like the only thing I could tell him was like, go fucking start talking to people, you know, go yeah. start asking people. Because I mean, if you want to, I mean, it sucks. It sucks. If you want to kind of move somewhere, you kind of have to like put and, yourself out in a vulnerable position and shake and move the table. Yeah. You know? And you can't be an asshole. Dude, don't be an asshole. Because that'll get you nowhere. Dude. I mean, you like, if you're an asshole, that's cool. But like, don't voluntarily become one. Yeah, because because yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Because you think you're you entitled to something because you're, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm mean, like you know I mean I get I get kind of being a dominant alpha male. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be a beta. Okay, right. But beta male, yeah, beta. But I just I don't know, man. Like it's just it's very strange to 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 think that a lot of people. Um, like, do you want to do something? You know, like, do you want to, do you want to, and like to all the bands that are doing stuff, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Right I, I love it. Like, keep doing it. You know, keep, if, if you need another week to do it, take that week. Right. You know, but when you're ready, like you need to, you need to get on all fours and start sniffing the ground <laughs> for trails. Okay. Because like you need to find out which door and which avenue is going to lead you. Cause I mean, look, the, the, the reality of this, of this occupation is very bleak. Yeah, it's very bleak. So it whatever is. you can do to maintain some sense of personal triumph and professionality that will yield something that yeah. will, I mean, whether it's like, I mean, did you got a clip in the newspaper in Lafayette? If that's enough, killer, you know, yeah. just chase something down, you know, because I just see a lot of people that are just like, yeah, we got shirts and yeah, we got, we got shirts. Yeah, we got shirts and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but dude, like where? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Where? You know, is it? And I hate to ask that because, like, dude, the, this shit gives me so much anxiety to, like, make the post about fan camp, band camp Friday. Oh, make yeah. The, make the stuff, you know, like, make the make the 72nd reel about how you right. love old English and show me how much beer you can drink and shit like that. You know, it's like. <laughs> how much beer can you butt chug, yeah, boy? Yeah, can you butt chug, boy? Yeah. So, uh, no, dude, but I, I feel that. And we kind of fell off with social media. And dude, just because it's exhausting. We man. did for a while, too. You know, I did because yeah. it's on me. And then, you know, like, yeah. I, oh, that's I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I literally got to a point where after COVID, I mean, I was like, dude, I, I uh, this is giving me anxiety. And I don't know what's going on. And um, I'm not sure how to really take what's going on. Because, I mean, you know, Nick was having a kid and like we kind of all had a pause. Like, we had no shows going on. No one really yeah. wanted to play. And I remember talking to uh, a guy that a lot of bands have worked in in town um, or worked with in town, uh, Matt Bacon from, I think, Philadelphia or New York, one of those two, East. And um, I was like, man, I, I feel really bad for not being on social media, you know, during this time because I, I see a bunch of bands keeping keeping yeah. up with stuff and, you know. Because some people did kind of like still stay strong. And I was Dude. Like, that's like, I mean, right on. They're, I mean, it's relevant, you know. I yeah. just the fact that, that The fact that someone wanted me to um, – I don't know, be so avid on a social media presence for like a reason other than, and it was like, it kind of took away the reason that like I would want to do it. It's like, oh, so, you, so I found out that I need to do it because you want me to do it. Yeah. So that kind of warped my perspective on, on being on social media for the band, you know, because yeah. I was trying to promote it as, as like a business, you know, like, yeah. a, like a t-shirt company. And that's actually kind of what happened in my head too. When people were like, well, like, you know, I don't know, I had friends or whoever, you know, of importance was like. What like, dude? It kind of seems like y'all broke up. Like, what's up with the right, social media? Right, like, right. You, you know, y'all need to push. And I'm like, Get back on. I'm like, dude, there's nothing. To, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. Like, what do I? What, what do you want me to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like, do you want me to be bleak? You know? Yeah. Because unfortunately, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. You know? But do you want like, me to 
push my merch for the thousandth time? Yeah. Like, no. Hey, man, dude. buy the shirt that I need to sell yeah. <laughs> to make another one. So Right. No, but um, I think that's a, uh, that is a, that's a weird thing. Because, I mean, at the time, like, you know, with I think with COVID and everything, like, it just didn't feel right, too. I was like, man, no one gives a shit about this right now. Well, I mean, we I think we had a conversation about the live streams. And live streams are cool. Um, but like, let me but ask you, are they though? Yeah. Well, let me ask you if I, <laughs> if I, if I came to your house, right? Me and you are in a band uh-huh. and we don't set up in deaf honey to do the live stream and we're recording it from my fucking iPhone 1300. Right. Right. The quality is only going to be so much. Yeah. Dude. The effort, I guess, is what you want to see. You want to see me writing some new songs during COVID. You want to see me jamming with my band on COVID. You want to see me rocking that fucking song that you all fucking love, Paladin? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was good. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, but uh, no, I, it's just a little. This is a little cheese when you're not in the studio and you don't have good quality. No, and I agree. And man. I'm not saying don't do a live stream. I just mean kind of like if you can do a live stream, I mean like take it like it's a show. Yeah. You know, set it up like it's a show. You know, and if no one watches, fuck it. Right. Fuck it. But if someone does watch, that's yeah. You at least put on a good show. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I look. I mean, I get. But you're not. You're not writing a riff. You know, you're not like Tyler Harper song of the dang it on your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, like you. So like all all of that, all those all those things just made me feel real weird during COVID. Like, and and like I was gonna say, I bird walked from it, but the the <coughs> the reality of of this of this occupation is very much like you're in a van. And you're you're selling tickets, yeah, for your shows. Putting asses in seats. Putting asses in seats, and you're seeing how many asses you can get in those seats to make even, right? Right. And then I got to sell my merch. Yeah, you got to sell that merch, dude. I got to sell the merch. That and merch pushes. Hopefully, you like CDs. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully you like koozies. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you like lighters. You know, shit like that. And I mean, you know, it's all cool. Everybody gets that wild hair when they get to a show. They're like, you don't want that fucking shirt. Yeah, no, they they definitely do, light in, You know, but yeah. you know how many shows I gotta I gotta make happen. Yeah, you know, even from like an underground, because like I mean, I, I I I consider most of us that are that are moving and shaking. I'm not even gonna say making it right because it's just yeah. I don't want to put anybody else in that bracket that feels like they're making it because it's not fair. You know, their effort is definitely warranted and valid, and uh, I feel like. Um, Dude, what was I just saying? <laughs> Dude, what, 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 like, what was the last thing I just said? Uh, we were talking about um, live stream and just effort and like, uh, one, you have to make money, put asses in seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you have to sell your merch. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So all that kind of like you have to run it as a business, you know? And I yeah, mean, no. So when you get to the show, you know, also too, I'm very lucky that my band, um, we have fun live. Yeah, we have fun live. We're I think we're a, we're a great live band as far as just like going to see a live band. Um, June is a fucking freak, you know. Yeah, Nick, I love watching June. Nick looks like a lord, you know. Yeah. And Austin's mouth is open the whole time. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love it. And uh, I, I don't know, like it it just gets to a point where um, all that like didn't kind of matter during COVID. It didn't. And it and it's like it no matter how much you would like we'd had one show, you know, and like people want to get music back. Yeah. And we're playing a show and like it's not about the show anymore. It's just kind of about like the fear of either being there, yeah, kind of ridiculed, kind of judged. So like all that shit like combined, like to bird walk back in. All that shit combined is like right now, 
is a very, 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 very crucial time for music. People are starting to understand where we are. People yeah. are not necessarily becoming so afraid of COVID. They're kind of just, I'm going to yeah. take it in stride. Yeah. You know, what am I going to do? I mean, after so long, it's like, dude, you just have to live. Right. Like, and, you know, again, like with, with the, the occupation of this being very uh, bleak of like, dude, you're in the back of a touring van. Yeah. You know, and during COVID, you're like thinking about all this shit. Right. Like, you know, my shows are great, but like, you know, like we got merch and like the, the shirts are great, but there's no one. And then how long is it going to be until I get the shirts back on in my cool show? And then, you know, it's like, I, you know, like it doesn't really, it doesn't really fucking matter because then now it does matter. It does matter. But what I'm saying is it, it really, it really darkened my view on this whole thing. Yeah. And it wasn't cool because it's like, it, it diminishes and dwarfs productivity, makes you kind of like lackluster and creativity. And it just, yeah. it wasn't cool for anybody. So Anybody that's come out of that fucking hole and just came out swinging yeah. after, kudos, because it's hard to do. No, and that's that's it's weird because like when COVID <laughs> happened, um, you know, going through all this shit, and you know, I got I got angry with music music itself, dude. Right? Yeah. I no, hated I it. I remember that. I hated live music. Yeah, I yeah. hated I hated music, dude. Yeah, yeah. And and it was that's it was odd of me. I'm still trying to figure out why I turned against that instead of like the world. And the government, you know, like, well, man. like I said, I have a very similar, because it's like, dude, I, I, I just became, I just started dissecting what it would be, you know, like, oh, I'm going to make it. And what's making it? Yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's making it right now? Am I going to be in the back of a van that I paid for my money? I'm breaking even, you know, basically you, like no record company is going to front you. Yeah. Right now. Anymore. And if you do, tell me. How. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. How. So I. You they know, they see dollar signs. Do they see dollar signs? But like inevitably too. Think about it, they're in the same position. Like I need to make some money. I need to keep afloat. So what are you gonna do for me? I'm gonna brand you. Yeah. For a while, you know, for a, for a for a contractual amount of years, and um, I don't know, man. It was just a very it was a very strange time. Like even now thinking about it, it's just like I have I, I can't even think about things to say because it's been so long since I felt so aimless about it that now I'm like I'm so goddamn hungry to do this again yeah. that I'm very thankful to to be still surrounded by people that that uh, stoke my fire you know like when I go to a show I get so goddamn whoa yeah whoa lately I've, I've well, I need to go home and, and play yeah and yeah. I and I want to play because it just sounds tight it sounds good like you sound together I don't care if you're what genre you're in you just sound yeah professional you know and that's that's something that I really respect too like you know Nick and them clown me because I, I rarely uh show any sense of like enthusiasm at a show like when i'm in the crowd because i'm just so like add focused yeah. on this show that <laughs> yeah, i look yeah. like a complete asshole yeah. when i'm in the crowd That's what I, I like to watch man i really like to watch because i'm focusing on a lot yeah i'm focusing on a lot like i want to see how hunched your drummer shoulders are you know yeah i want to see your left foot jigging there was this dude in in austin whose ass was the center of attention the entire time on base. Like his backside was to a, a And I loved it. He had a sweet... Uh, a sweet rump. rump like rump roast. Dude, a rump roast. <laughs> that I, like a nine ninety nine piece of meat. Right on. And I dude, we, me and Leo, the uh, the singer of uh, Rickshaw, we're talking about how like, what a move. You know, like how that dude didn't turn to us the entire time. Just shining light just on that ass. Dude, like his ass was literally just facing the crowd. And I mean, he was jigging and like rump trumping, you what know, kind of, like, what kind of pants this dude had on? Dude, some tight ones. <laughs> and they were yielded. They, like, were, they were warranted, man. Like they weren't, they weren't like, bro, you go change. It was just like, damn, you're looking good, dude. 
Dude, they're tight, man. You know, I mean, there's that video on YouTube, how to be a bass player. You know, you, you, if you, like painted on jeans yeah, yeah. just so you can show them the cucumber. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, look, at, at the point of showing the cucumber, I mean, don't, dis- <laughs> don't disappoint me, you know? Yeah. Don't disappoint because I'm looking. I'll be looking for it, you know? But Oh, dude. So were, were these pants leather, man? Were they like? Was, no, was I don't. It? Think, he wasn't bold enough to wear leather. This dude, this uh, dude was definitely there for the show. He was not there to uh, acquire some some similar parallel ass after the show. <laughs> <laughs> he was not there for that, dude. Uh, what was the name of this band, dude? Uh, it was Stuck. 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 Badass kind of really? like like uh, pop punky noise band. Okay. From I believe Chicago. I believe Chicago. Stuck. They came from South by Southwest. It was a band that Rickshaw knew. Either played with or, or recommended, but they came down and I mean, this dude was was like groovy <laughs> on stage, dude. Like very, very, very almost, almost kind of Josh Homme-ish, but yeah. like it was just cool. So it's I mean, just shit like that. Like I'm I'm watching. I'm always watching. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I love I love the chemistry and energy of bands. And so again, fuck COVID. Yeah, fuck absolutely. COVID. Shit's out. Shit's out of the window. I mean, if you got it, you got it. If you don't got it, you got it. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. It's a time right now to not think about being in the back of a of a touring van and being upset about it because it, dude, you did this. You did this for this music anyway, and if that's where it leads you, you know, you take that shit to the grave because you yeah. earned it. You know, and if that's where you got to be, and that's what's going to make you happy, and it will make you happy. You know, that, that's yeah. one thing that I did realize too is that just I was like, man, you cramped up in the back of a van. You're living with four dudes, you know, consistently. You're out six months of the year. If you have a family, you're kind of fucked, you know? Like, yeah. it's just, it's just a lot of reality. Like, especially if you made it, made it, made it. Not like where we right. are, where we can take long weekends or take a week off because your dad is your boss and he fucking hates you for doing it. <laughs> you know, I'm like a piece of shit. Yeah. So, it's just, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I, I'm really excited about the music scene now in Lafayette just because I, I'm hoping people are starting to, like, Chomp the bit and give a shit, yeah, and, and kind of put on a good show and give me some weird music to listen to. I, uh, I think so because I'm I'm actually starting to give a shit, which is like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, man. All no, right, and cool. but I mean, just like I, like I was saying during COVID when I was when I was hate uh, when I was just a hater, Fucking hating. I yeah, was yeah, just, yeah. I was just hating my life and just and hating, naysayer, hating everyone around. Me. <laughs> yeah, dude, just a black cloud. Even black he- clouds keep following me. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, yeah, dude, pulling out some bro jack. Come on, on baby. Um, but yeah, no, dude, I, uh, I'm, I'm coming back. I come back around to it cause we played some shows and, uh, I think that's just what I needed to do just to fall back in love with it. Cause I just, I hadn't played a show in a long time and then we started kind of getting back into it. I was like, Oh, I like doing this. I like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is what I do. Well, and here's the thing too, is that it, 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 uh, my dad is always kind of in the back of my head about shows. <laughs> I mean, he's always there. He's always there. <laughs> right on. Looming over my right shoulder. Blade. Yeah. Um, but he, like, every single time we play a show, I can't help but think about when I tell him that we play a show. And this kind of goes back into, like, the whole unfortunate feeling within COVID and stuff like that. Because it just, it, it ties all in. Um, because you really have to understand, like, what you're doing this for and why you want to do it. And if the, the money is worth it. And, you know... Um, how much you're willing to invest, you know, even without any, it's like, a, again, it's a small business. How much money am I going to put in and be okay with not making back? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's a, he's a businessman through and through. Right. You know, his face is on the fucking airport wall, you know, kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> yeah. And his first thing that he always said to me is like, so how much money did you make? And I'm looking at him kind of like, man, don't make me tell you that. Not the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not the point. In 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 50 bucks. 50 bucks and we drove three hours to get yeah. there. So, I, but he's not 
and it made me think about it because he's not wrong. You know, because every time yeah. I tell him, like, you know, it's about exposure right now. And I can't really do anything about that. You know, people are going to want to come. People are probably not going to want to spend the 10 bucks on the door because they want to spend 10 bucks at fucking KOK or yeah. some shit, you know, or they want to go get a Palma Jameson before we go out. Yeah. You know, and I, and I get that. I totally get that. You know, like, I just don't know how to, like, and, and a lot of people, like, talk about this, you know, like, we're not making that much money. And, you know, we need to sell merch and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, well, what do you, I'm really interested to hear what people's thoughts are on when it is a good time to start forcing a, like, guarantee. Uh, I mean, for you guys now. That's, that's, that's what I think. Your name's on that flyer, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at some, I mean it doesn't have to be a grand. No. It doesn't have to be five. No, but, you know? well, okay, well, just this is, this is how we approach it. Yeah. We don't use the word guarantee. We use minimum. Minimum. I like that. We do it for two hundred minimum. And you know, it. I mean, look, like that's that's the lowest. And if not, if you can't, yeah, yeah, then I, I, we'll you, go play somewhere else. I mean, dude, this is how you have that in town is. too. Oh yeah. I mean, it it depends. Like if if we're doing a favor for like opening or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. it means like I, after all this time. I mean, to be real, after all this time, how do you tell it to Nick James? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you just tell them, hey, man, we need... If, if you're headlining, dude, you have the right to. No doubt. If you're opening, uh, you know... Because I'm very curious, because it's like, I'm not... We're not money hungry. But like, no, no. Dude, I need... We need to... We need... So, like, just all expenses right now? We got to finish the record? Yeah. Pay the PR guy? Buy a trailer? Get two shipments of merch that are different. Whether it be, like, new merch and art. Yeah. So, it's like, those are five things that I need to pay for. Right. Our pool is going to dwindle down. Yeah. Where am I going to get it? I, I, unless I book the show and I get my own money. Right, right. You you, yeah, you yeah. hunt for it, right? Yeah. But it's like, man, how cool would that be if I just like got a guarantee? You know? Yeah. At this point. Not at this. I mean, not like, and look, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I'm just very curious on when and how it is appropriate and professional to say I'm worth this amount. Right. You know? And yeah. if you don't want it, I'll go down to the blue moon. That's it. But here's the thing is that, you know, no shot to Nick James at all, too. But Yeah, absolutely not. You know, I, I mean, love, like, yeah, I, I love Nick, Nick James. Me too. So, I mean, he's a piece of shit, but I love him. <laughs> and I, I just, like, every band that goes in town that we play with goes to the boom boom. Yeah. And I don't want to divide, you know, like, the bands and the, and the promoters and the managers that are talking to Nick James and take Nick James' stuff. But it's like... Man, I I just like sometimes I just kind of want to make sure that I, I we're friends, man. Yeah, we're friends. You've given us a great opportunity, and not even him, just any bar around town. Yeah, you know, like you've seen what we can do. You know, just maybe. Well, I think that's it right there. Like you know, Nick James knows that you guys are good. You know, Mark right, but, Mark from Blue Moon knows you guys are good. So you've already proven it, dude. That's, but can you can I as a friend? Yeah. Do I feel like I'm forcing you? No. Fair. Because Cause it's like, I mean, shit, if that's what I'm worth, then that's what I'm worth. Yeah. I just don't want to like... You got to know hesitant. It. I'm hesitant to... to. I guess I'm hesitant to pull the trigger. I mean, now Nick would shoot him right in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just to do it. But I, you know, I mean, he's helped us out. He's gotten us a lot of good connections. You know, he's done a lot for us. But I just think at some point, it's going to be time to kind of be like, dude, this is what we're worth. To him, to anybody. Yeah, to anyone. To anyone. It, it's like, you know, you starting can't. with fucking Nick James. Yeah. <laughs> You can't, yeah, but dude, you can't play favorites, man, and that's how, right, man. especially if you're headlining. Like, there's there's a point where you know we don't really say much about money if we're 
opening a show because we were asked to support a touring band or whatever, right, right. whatever, dude. But if we're headlining, you best fucking believe Making a minimum. there's a minimum. Minimum, yeah. 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 And if the door beats it, that's what we're taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you just got to, dude, you just got to know it. And it's like, hey, man, you know that we put asses in, in those these seats, dude. seats yeah, man. at and this place. At this place. And that's what, the, you know, at some you're point. You're going to make way more than what we're asking for. Oh, and you if know? anything, you're going to make some. You're going to make some. You're going to make something. You're going to make more than you thought you were, hopefully. Right. And if you don't, I'll eat that fucking word. Yeah. I'll eat that. But I just, you know, it's just, like I said, I started thinking about it a little bit more. I started thinking about it a little bit more. Um, yeah, you got to have a minimum, dude. Dude. That's I agree. It. Just come up with a number. 200 bucks. Just like, look, that's it. 200 bucks. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Well, because then, yeah, 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 yeah. Then, and you guys are four, so you could do, you could be like you know four four hundreds, four hundreds a lot. It's a, it's a tough. It's a I would tough ask minimum. three three fifty. Yeah, you know, if you give me two fifty, cool. Yeah, you know, I'll shoot higher. Hopefully, uh, yeah, lower. Yeah, and you could you could even start with two fifty, but I mean that's we have a minimum. I don't even know what it is right now, but uh, I know that <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. On I mean, we, right we haven't we haven't uh, sent an email in a while, but we. I don't know. Lately, our deals have been we, but we ask about it. Yeah, we're always consistent with like, what's the deal for the night? Like, how are we getting paid? Yeah, you know, as soon as we confirm the dates, it's like that's like how are we getting paid, and we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, you know, um, and they're like, well, we can do like, what are you guys thinking? We're like, and Nick is real good about that too. Nick, Nick is always very like aware of how much money's coming in, how much money should go to like a, a, another band, yeah. you know, and everything like that, which is really good to be Especially able to. Especially touring. Right, right. You, you know, know? You, got, you, want, you want to help them out, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, and Harvey's Harvey's real great about that. Like he, he he's very aware of like how much they put in and yeah. how much he thinks that they should definitely get based upon what the, and I mean, you should definitely get it yeah. more than we do based upon if you're touring, you know, if you yeah, come in, yeah. you need to get some, some, some gas money. Yeah, you, you need know? some help, dude. I mean, we live... You know, fucking three blocks away. So three blocks like, from the bar. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so, and I'll be at the bar spending all that money if I make it correct. right now. So, yeah, don't give it to me. Yeah, yeah. Don't even pay me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? The minimum. Forget about it. Just forget keep about it. it. Yeah, yeah, just keep it. Give me a tab. Yeah, just open yeah. a tab. For just me. Open a tab. Um, no, man. But I did. I did want to ask. So, like, I know that having doing a second record is always kind of like you know how people always say like the sophomore slump record, sophomore records always kind of stressful. Ours was fucking stressful. Yeah. Do you consider? Well, and see, that's the thing that I guess I can ask you is that I don't consider our first EP to be our first record. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, I guess. This was a conversation that we had with the, with the boys, too, is that they, they, I mean, not like they did, it's a problem. I mean, like, I considered this an EP. Yeah. But I mean, but it is like the first, your first. It's our um, first album. It's your first thing out. It's your yeah, first yeah, yeah. music published. Yeah. That's kind of the thing, like with a kiss goodbye. Like when we did that, no one knew what to expect. Correct. So we didn't have like. That's how, kind of what we felt too. So, I mean, yeah. it's like it's a bunch of songs. They yeah. might not sound so in the in the same yeah. vein, but like this is what we got. Yeah. We recorded it. And it's dope. And it's dope. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and dude, that's that's what happened with us. So like. I think when people kind of knew what to expect, that's when I, it got kind of stressful because it's like, man, like now the second one has to be good. Yeah. Because the first one did so well. Well, I feel like expectation is kind of like a, uh, it's a poison. It is. No. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't want to feel like that. I no, don't want to be like. Um, I mean, dude, I have a problem with, I have a problem with uh, perfection. Yeah. And professionality. And I don't have a problem with it, but I would have, let's just say more of a problem with it than um, I guess I should sometimes. Because I want it to be I mean, perfect. I was, in, I was in band, you know, like in, in band. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. I mean, they, they just they just expect a high, high caliber. What did you yourself. play? 
Played drums. You played drums. Some drum line. I yeah. knew that. Okay, I did. Um, Matt I mean, played tuba. Matt played tuba. He was blowing yeah, he that did. tuba. He was dude. blowing he was that was ass blowing out, that dude. Thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I, he. I mean, he can understand. He maybe will be a little bit more uh, laissez-faire than I, though. You know, mm-hmm. as far as his personality. But yeah, I come from being raised from a grueling, cold basilisk mother who expected perfection, the, the best. You know, <laughs> and then you know, band is just kind of like, as far as music is concerned. Dude, I mean, we were going to competitions and getting judged and sight reading and graded oh, true. and yeah, shit yeah. like that. So, I mean, you're playing in front of thousands of people, like, f- and you're not even focusing on them. Yeah. You know, you're focusing on the dude that's walking in front of your drum line, grading you. That's behind the 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 woodwind judge grading them. Mm-hmm. You know, so like when I go on stage, I don't really think of it so so much like that. But man, like I, I got like sometimes, man, it's just kind of like I need to just. Tune it down just a little <laughs> bit because it's cool, it's fine. And like, what is what is rock and roll without a fucking without like feedback a, a little, or like a, a little, little bit, bit of sloppiness, a little bit of slop, you know, man? Yeah, because it's that it, it makes you. Uh, That's another thing that I've I've been swagger points. Right, right, right. I've been very grateful and appreciative to be in this band because my band is very, very. Dude, I mean, lol, they're pretty rock and roll. Like, yeah, they don't care. You yeah, know? and I really respect that because yeah. it helps me kind of just. Let loose a little Let bit. Let loose a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not like, so, I mean, dude, diamond doesn't come out of my ass. You know, it's right. not so tight, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, that coal ain't going to look black no more. <laughs> come on, I'll tell you that, you know. So, yeah. It's just kind of, you know, got to have a little slop. Little, yeah, I mean, and I say sloppy, that's not like the word, but a little, uh, but to, yeah, loose, man. Like, yeah, right, right, right. And to answer your question, I feel like this, 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 uh, this record, I guess you, you, I guess your question was, do you feel like this record has kind of a sophomore slump? Well, well, no, I just, my, I guess my question is like just the overall stress of recording the first one compared to this one. Dude, this but, one, but this I, one's, but I know you did it live. So that, that yeah. kind of changes. Well, I mean, fuck, I tell you my, my weakest, my weakest trait in the studio is lead tracking. Mm-hmm. Cause I am, I, I could record it. I could do it in my room. And look, dude, I practiced what I felt like I was going to do mm-hmm. almost every day for months for this record yeah. when i got in the in the studio i was like a fucking kid at a zoo i could not focus i was so enamored by like what i was doing on the track just so many new thoughts were coming out yeah and i believe in studio magic to a superstitious level it's to yeah. where it's like i don't know a lot of the shit that i played at my house is not on the record yeah and I worked my ass off on it right you know? right and so i just like that's my i need to just get a little bit quicker just a little bit, just a little bit. I've, I've tracked your guitars before. I know, I know. <laughs> I have tracked you playing lead before, but dude, and and honestly, I, I enjoyed it. it was, it's a fun time. It's a fun. I yeah. love it. I, I I and I really I really appreciate the studio because I understand that it, it's about everybody's time. Yeah, everybody's spending their own time. You know, people can get right. burnt out. Different people get burnt out at different levels. You know. Yeah. So, but I feel like this record uh, was not really that stressful to make. To be honest, it That's was good. a it was just a. a a, a a really concentrated drawback on the bow, nice. you know. And once we let it go, it was very nice to see that our shot was on target. Nice, you know. And uh, dude, your fucking analogy, Anthony, Anthony over here, are you like, <laughs> dude, that's kind of my thing. You're crushing these analogies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I 
dude, it was so fun. It was well, so good. fun. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah. It was so and that's, fun. That's cool because, like, I feel like a lot of people with their second album, it's more stressful than the first. Dude, it was well because, like I said, this is kind of the album that we wanted to make in the first place. So, like, yeah, basically, the, I guess what I'm understanding is that you guys feel like the first thing's an EP. This is your first album. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel. Is that the first record is an EP? Check it out. This is who we were in 2018 as fucking kids. Right. You know, as four dudes that just met each other two of them were already in a band together they had some chemistry it's four dudes learning to be in a band together right, right? And now now we have chest hair now we have chest hair okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. now like i i don't ask you for permission right right i just kind of open the door and i'm like hey like it's time like you should probably come and wear that cute shirt that i like <laughs> <laughs> you know like you know what i mean the red one <laughs> oh dude we got calluses on our knuckles now oh dude more than that <laughs> <laughs> A little, bit uh, of raw. a little bit of raw. So, dude, um, not to like divert, but some, sometimes I sometimes I just jump off a cliff with these conversations. But uh, hit me. How please. do you feel about aliens, man? You believe you believe in aliens, Trent? What? <laughs> On the way back from Colorado, you saw one. <laughs> you hit one with your car. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He asked me for five bucks. Yeah. No, I. Uh, we were almost going to go to Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, dude, I've, I've driven through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I am not going to lie. Shout out, Michael Oakland. Um, you ever heard of the Men in Black? Yeah, <clears throat> like the movie. Yeah, like yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you know like about their their origin, like their real origin? Uh, no. Okay, let's say you saw an, uh, an alien sighting yesterday. Okay, and you reported it in two days. Like my mind would be erased. Fucking <laughs> Bud and Chip are gonna come up to your door in black suits and just somehow. Hey, like, can I come in? And you, all of your instinct is just going to be gone. Apparently, just, like every, like, okay, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me rewind. Okay, the Men in Black have been around since the forties, apparently. What? And the movie, The Men in Black, is based upon apparently it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a, a polar uh, flip, like an oxymoron flip on like the Men in Black in the movie are are dictated or depicted, not dictated, depicted as like a savior for humanity towards the extraterrestrial. Right, like they're like, okay, we're we're here for the planet Earth. Yeah. When in reality, apparently the Men in Black are like an organization that is not overseen by anything that we know, government or or, or like secret organization. They're just a bunch of cats in black suits that just show up after you fucking <laughs> see something, and they're like, hey, can we like ask you very rigorous questions about said exposure? And apparently, everybody that has dealt with them deal with them on an on like an instinctual level that is not of normal instincts like i'll allow you to come in at three o'clock in the morning or yeah. like you can just take my hmm. shit and every single interaction with these guys has been very very like we're coming we're here you're gonna tell us all about it and you're not gonna say a fucking word do you think they're aliens that's the thing is that a lot <laughs> of the a lot of the reports are like because these cats look like gumby you know what I mean? Like they got fucking pale skin. Yeah. Sometimes no bones. You know, they had some they had some report of these two guys that started working for some corporation. I don't remember what the corporation was, how how close it was to science or space or extraterrestrialism, any of that shit. It was just a corporation. And these dudes just automatically started working there within the week. And the workers that were there were like, Who the fuck are these guys that are just in black suits and like are like seven and a half feet tall and have these weird jointless fucking hands and like they'll lean on our cabinet and like indent the fucking cabinet and like we'll have like red lips that are 
it looks like they just drew on lips, you know? What? And like, they'll start talking about how they kind of <clears throat> act like, uh, they'll start acting like human, quote unquote. Like they'll start trying to do a tick. Trying to be too human. Right. Like you, you'll be like, have you never been human before? Yeah. <laughs> like talking to him. He'll be, yeah. be like tapping his lip. And it's like thinking that that's like a tick or something. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? You're like, yeah, guys, stop doing that. Yeah, like you're hot enough. You don't have to do that. You know? <laughs> stop. <laughs> but that's very weird that you said, because we got on a huge, huge trip on just like aliens, the men in black organization. Because I mean, I don't know. Shout out Half-Life. Have you ever played Half-Life? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone out there that uh, gives a shit about video games, play Half-Life. Is this, I mean, if, is this yeah, PS4? This is computer. Oh. This is like... Yeah, I think you can get it on. I think you can play it on the Xbox. You can definitely play the second one, but the first one is basically it ties into the Men in Black only because there's a character in the game called the G Man, and the G Man is, I mean, spoiler alert: if uh, you've never played this game, uh, close your your ears <laughs> now <laughs> because the G Man is basically a liaison for said higher up alien deities from an from like another place. Okay, And he comes almost kind of like a man in black and is like, we're very interested in you. In who? In the character that you're playing. Oh. And it's like, we're going to to take you and you're going to work with us and you're going to do this because we said it. And these men in black are very synonymous to the G-Man in the sense that like, you don't know who they are. Their origin is unknown. They don't work under any organization that is government affiliated. And all they want to do is interrogate you about said alien exposure and make sure that you're not going to tell anyone. Or they want to be very interested in you and your exposures. And we'll just test and watch and look and, you know, be back. We'll be back. And then they just roll out. Like they apparently had some ship out in some ocean on the planet. (laughs) And they fucking saw some shit out there. And they docked, and I'm talking like a swarm of these cats in black suits, just swarmed the submarine, took every piece of evidence that they had, camera, videography, all of it, and then interrogated the entire submarine and did not allow them to dock until they like swore off saying anything. There's something strange about that. It's strange. It's like, now, you know, how are you going to know where I am? I mean, you're going to know if I, if I, what I wanted to know is if I just like, if I told Trent, dude, I saw a fucking alien, he was real hot. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like i'm kind of into it and then like two days later some dude chip and dale come up to me and they're like hey you saw a hot alien you know <laughs> like I, you know, it's gonna be like that or does it have to be recorded you know yeah. to where they to where they know because then to me it makes it more believable that there's a bunch of cats out there that are basically like uh like illuminati like just underground like cats that are just doing it on their own accord like fight yeah. club yeah you know where they're just like oh we gotta we got a blip you know, we, we, there, in every state, there's probably a couple men in black and they just tap in to like radio and news and stuff oh. like that. And if they get it, like, that's what I think is like, how, I mean, what, what, maybe they're using, maybe they're, maybe it's Google in your iPhone. Maybe so. You know, how, like when you talk about something and it gets advertised. I get an you. ad. Yeah. 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 That's how they're found. I usually say like, man, I, I really, really want a good relationship with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens dude it's kind of a bummer so zuckerberg help me out dude uh, oh man but no i dude i do believe in aliens only only in the sense that i'll put it this way if there are aliens out there we've never seen them obviously that's a that's a dumb thing to say just now but we've never seen them because they either haven't come 
mm-hmm. or they came and they're already here or they chose not to be here. And if they did come here, I don't think that they would look like an almond headed, black eyed Gumby not. creature. I think it would look like the fucking most terrifying thing you've ever seen. And the same thing about like, you know, shout out Michael O'Quinn, Bigfoot, mm-hmm. Yeti, Bigfoot. Okay. Like you ever right. thought about, you ever thought about that? I mean, kind of. Right. It's Bigfoot. Like, uh, you know, the beef jerky, right? Cool. I thought they would have found him already though. That's what, that's my problem with, with Bigfoot. Well, that's what Michael said. And he was like, man, I feel like with, with like terrain, you know, like earth terrain, we would have found it. Like we've scoured so much. Yeah. But my retort was that I think that there are so many forests that are so large. Yeah. That you, there's no way. There's so many spots. Like you, you could get a line, like 18 mile line long. Wait, I don't know. 18 mile long line of men to scour through a forest. And I still don't think it'd be enough manpower to uncover every single root and cranny and rock to find Bigfoot, let alone a fucking type of insect. Right. right. Yeah. There's just so much out there. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. So with aliens, dude, I don't know. Like I, 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 I want to think that they're out there. It would be cool. But if they come out here, it's either going to be based upon what they're going to be able to extract from us. Yeah, as far as the planet resource and everything like that, because I think by the minute that they saw us, they'd be able to understand what they could. They could. I mean, it's a big blue ball, water probably. They'll 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 figure that out. There's a lot of green on it, you know. Yeah, and there's a lot of land, right? And then if they come closer, they're gonna see what inhabitants inhabits that what what lives (laughs) on the planet. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope to God that. uh, I don't know. I hope to God that they've already either already came because I don't think that this world, if, if we're very sensitive about the shit that we're sensitive about right now and we're kind of uh, up in arms about a lot of like stupid shit, imagine <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen when an alien comes down and we're going to have to unite with these idiots that we've been at war with yeah. to talk about an alien that's right. just going to do what it wants. It's just going to do what it wants. Yeah. I mean, you th- I mean it's not going to be able to speak to us. Right. I promise you that. It's not going to be able to talk to us. It's going to do its own and then fucking kill us. Yeah. If it wants. If it wants. If, if it, it wants, wants to. If it wants. Like, it has its own instinct. We have no idea what it is. But. I mean, I, I definitely believe that there's life out there. I, I mean, dude, I mean, there's definitely life out there. Too it could be this to, big. Yeah. It could be that big. It could be It could be non-intelligent right. life, you know? Like, yeah, just uh, bacteria. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I 100% believe that. But. Whether there's an advanced civilization out there, right? But you, man, you got to be super advanced to go to go knocking on other planets' doors. That's what I'm saying. You got to be completely aware, you know, because like there's nothing like if we were smart enough to go to Uranus, right? Perfect planet, uh, <laughs> perfect location. I know it is. Yeah, uh, if we were to go to Uranus, there's really nothing for us there, really, resource wise. You're yeah. like, eh, all right, yeah, sure, we'll fucking whatever. Even if we found an, an Earth, like what is it, Kepler or, or something like that, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the one that's like pretty close to mm-hmm. identical, it's not going to be identical. So we get there, we drink the water, we're dead, dead. You know, it's like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be super advanced to even think about. Oh, well, I mean, what if they can't handle our planet? That's another thing. I mean, Earth Earth might just be Earth, but I mean, what if they can't? Like they could fly. I, well, that's another thing is that everybody's like, I saw lights, I saw this this saucer. With lights. <laughs> it's like, okay, what color were the lights? Like red ones and green ones and blue ones? It's like, you mean the, the shit that we artificially made, like, with very specific colors? Like, yeah. You're telling me that an alien has red, green, and blue lights? That's the best combination of all time. Well, I mean, that, I mean, you might as well just bought a supercomputer, you know, with right, fucking yeah. lights on the inside. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't think it would be like amber lights or just fucking white? 
Yeah, just or like a high hot blue or something. Like it's got to be red, green, and blue. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that it would have lights. If it did have lights, it would have like fucking amber or blue or goddamn white. <laughs> something, something not so human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they're like, it's so relatable. Like I don't think it. I do not think it would be relatable. I think that this would be the most fucking crazy thing you have ever seen. Yeah. Like ever. You like, can't comprehend it. You, so dude, it's like it would be so quick. It would be yeah. so fast. It would be so scary. You wouldn't even want to fucking say anything about it. And if you did, you would say it to the only people that would like not fucking spread it. Yeah. You know, and uh, dude, if you're not telling me about what's going on in, in Uganda and you know, Taiwan and Thailand and like all like just all these wars and all these like things that are happening across like global yeah. like global crises, right? That I'm not getting aware of. Or attention of because that's just not what my news is channeling to me, right? Yeah. Imagine what they're not telling us about. Obviously, I mean, it kind of sounds, oh, you know, but they're not ima- us, imagine they're not telling they're not us telling us shit, right? <laughs> they're not you telling know? us much, and that's cool. But it's not cool because then people that that have a a stronger creative urge than I will manifest their urge. Yeah, you know, and it starts to get to a point where you know, I don't know, like what if people are getting silenced and. What well, a- dude, I, not, like since the whole COVID thing and like, you know, really, uh, since the government's kind of, kind of been a, you know, if you start following the shit, like what they mandated and what they took away yeah, and the gross, we're, we're like, we're like, Oh, Hey, uh, we're going to do this. And then two weeks later, you're like, uh, no, uh, actually you can, uh, you can go to work after three days. Yeah, and I'm dude. like, does anyone know what the fuck is going on? Do you remember when your mom, now I don't trust you well, about, well, about anything. And you know, it's like the gut, you're, you're looking towards the government to tell you these answers when it's like, Hey, by the way, COVID. Okay. You remember when your mom was like, don't fucking chew your hands before you wash your hands mm-hmm. and like, keep your hands out of your fucking mouth and like, don't drink after other people. And so, it's the same shit yeah. as right now. But like, you know, I understand if you got a little doobie. I understand we're going to take a little shot out of the bottle. <laughs> you know, throw one back for the boys. Sucking back on yeah, Grandpa's yeah. old cough medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Grandpa, let me get that stoke. You know, like, you know, I, but it, that's your own, like, you're smart enough to understand that. It, you don't need the, the fucking FCC to tell you right. what's going on. Yeah. You know, I. but, like, some people do, and I respect that. That's cool. Yeah. Like, if you want to feel safe and everything, but, like, well, dude, just get, no, 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 you don't need the FCC. Just get on Facebook, dude. Everyone and their mom has a, has med- an opinion. Uh, a, has a medical degree in, uh, Correct. So, in, 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 yeah. in fucking COVIDology. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and so that's the thing, you know, too. Some, some lady from Eunice uh, that's, like, 55 has a, you know, she's, you know, never left Eunice in her life, and she right. doesn't have a medical degree, but... Correct. But, goddammit, on Facebook, she does. Well, well the, <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. What freaked me out about, like, the vaccine was... Uh, like someone told me, a friend of mine told me that basically one of the, one of the vaccines was like, or one of the flu vaccines like a while back was basically like, let me, let me make sure I say it right. In case someone slams your fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> someone really, I think it's, I think it's fine. Tears me open. Um, he said something like it was, it was like the same, um, liquid that was essentially like in uh, like formaldehyde, you know, like okay. to, 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 to uh, keep an animal like, um, Source of the pee. Keep an animal like a uh, mummified from from, from, from yeah, yeah when you when, yeah, you, well, when you put an animal it, in formaldehyde it's doing what isn't that uh I mean that's what they use in funeral homes right keep right well to, like, yeah preserve bomb you and stuff like that yeah, yeah so they're basically killing the disease with something like formaldehyde and then they put it in a serum and then they give it to you wow and like it's a dead version of said 
uh, illness, I believe, is, okay. is what it is. And I don't believe they did it with COVID, or maybe they did, but I think they did it with, for sure, the flu. And, like, that's all cool. Like, I'm not against vaccines. I mean, we've gotten vaccines since we were kids. Yeah, since I was know. a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not an idiot. You know, I understand, yeah. like, what it does and everything. But it was just the amount of time that it took to, to make it and, like, you know, the, the uh, let's just call them the parabens that they added in there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, okay, like, if you don't want me to eat a hostess cake, like a Debbie cake, because it's got fucking red 49 and, like, fat content yeah. and shit like that, but it's still, like, pushed through. Right, like you can sell it, yeah, you know, and like you're you're pissed off that our kids are eating it, and like we're getting fat, and like yeah, you know, we suck because of that shit. Right. Then you put out a vaccine that's got all the same synonymous parabens, you know, and all that shit, like in this vaccine, mm-hmm. and then you rush to make people take it. It's just a little weird, and I understand that it's yeah. part of like we want to keep you safe, we want to make sure that we get the shit eradicated. Yeah, but. Um, the intention's good. The intention's good. Yeah. The intention's good. It's just what you're kind of like, unfortunately, uh, not saying and then saying and then what other people yeah. are realizing. It's like, I'm not going to believe, you know, Joe Blow on Facebook. Right. Unless Joe Blow is like really dedicated to this. And I can right. kind of see if he's got a good thing about it. But like, honestly, I don't care if you get the vaccine or not. Just, yeah. just be an adult. <laughs> be an adult male or female and live your life. Yeah. Like an adult male or female. Yeah. If you're going to go to the green room, go to the fucking green room. You know? Keep it clean. Keep it clean, dude. Wash those hands. Wash those fucking hands. Wipe your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a lot of people want to get down. Right. You know? So, like, if you're going to do that and kind of be a weekend warrior and just go out during COVID, don't put a target on your back. Right. Don't yeah. put a target on your back. Be smart about it. Yeah. You know? Like, and don't make me a target. Don't make me a target. Yeah. 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 Please, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I think that's. And like the with the vaccine and everything, and like I don't really care to talk about COVID so much. No, no, I didn't mean to really. Get, no, and I, you know, I'm, and it's it's fine. Anyone who has it or does not have vaccine, you're cool with me. I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah. It just it, whatever your beliefs are. But like, it's, it's, that's cool. It was, uh, you know, I I thought about the <clears throat> vaccine for a while. I did. You know, I did. I mean, especially people that have. I mean, fuck people that that are that have to get it. Yeah, you know that that conversation gets blown out the window. Like, yeah, I got friends that had to get it. Yeah, I mean, Chris, he lived in L.A. I ended up getting it. Because I was, we were scheduled to play French Quarter Fest in New Orleans. Wow! At uh, and that was in 2021. <laughs> and which you get it. it? It got moved, yep. and I'm like, well, dude. I mean, kind of got to do it. You yeah. Then I can let me in the fucking bar or, nope. or whatever. Nope. So I did, and luckily it didn't affect me. But I thought about it for a while just because of the CDC just being so back and forth. Like, oh, you can do this. Oh, wait, now you can't do this. Oh, wait, no, this is good. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, wait, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, dude. You're making it hard for homeboy to trust you. Dude, no, yeah, 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 for real. Well, uh, dude, I think I said FCC because I'm thinking about an Eminem lyric. I think it's but FCC C- won't let me be, let me be, me, so let me see. So I think it's CDC for everybody that was it, yeah, it's thinking CDC. I was a fucking idiot. Okay? I think it's CDC. Okay, yeah. well, you got that one on me. Okay. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. No, so, dude, I mean. That's all right, dude. Aliens are, aliens are real. You believe in ghosts? No. I don't believe in ghosts. I. You think you think there's some paranormal stuff going on, dude? I want to say that I I want to tell you that I think that I've experienced it. Okay, well tell me. I, I, I. Let's just say let's just say that I think of it. I mean, as young as like at my mom's house and kind of stuff like that. But I let's just go to like a, a more broad conversation of like it's energy, right? That they're that they're manifested as 
You know, that, okay. that's that's the only reason why on all these shows they can track them down because okay. they're energy of some type, and we can f- record and find this energy, whether it be like thermal. I think it's I think what. what no, I'm not even going to talk about science. It's not kinetic energy. It's, it's, uh, there's something, there's something like we are made of energy and yeah. us dying and it leaving the body would make sense to have some sense source of energy left Leave there. It. Yeah. Yeah. Le- yeah. Like being or left there. However, wherever it goes. Correct. It goes. And yeah. so like how you track it, I don't know the science about it, but yeah. I do think that if we are such incredible creatures and we have such you know, colorful souls, quote unquote, and like right. all this, all this really cool shit about human beings. And we have such a short shelf life. I mean, is it, is it animalistic at that point to where we just die and we rot or does something get left behind? And if something does get left behind, that's where it kind of gets into the question of like, where's it go? Where's it go? Right. Where's What's it go? It doing? What is it doing? Like, how, is, is it looming there? Because, I mean, and now this brings in faith. Is it trying to cross over? To you know, something else? To where, you know? Like, yeah. to where, you Nowhere. know? Because, I mean, right now, in this building, if it's real, there's plenty of, of spirits in here. There's plenty of dead people. I guess, that just die. Yeah. yeah, I mean, over hundreds and thousands of years in this location in South Louisiana? Fuck yeah. There's dead yeah, people. Yeah. Like, 100%. I mean, anywhere. Yeah, but, but, I mean, do you think that just stays there? I don't think it stays there. I mean, I don't think that they're going to go, hello. you know but like i do think that i do think that it is kind of a fun thing to think about that if sarah jane died at said location yeah and then you go to that location and you go into her room that you might see sarah jane walking around at night damn that kind of fucking turns me on like that's kind of like but but again it's like the bigfoot thing like fucking a right i think bigfoot exists like do i think that there was a pre-evolved version of a man that didn't evolve entirely and got cut off from like the sect of humanity that that basically just lived on its own didn't really evolve was kind of like if you tell me there was neanderthals and cavemen there had to have been some line of a bigfoot right maybe and yeah if they're not here they're either not here because they're all dead or they're really good at hiding right because they're part humanoid anyway they got a brain yeah and if they don't like humans you know like us right they probably hide and shit like that but it's kind of like the space thing, like the alien thing. Like, okay, so you all saw a saucer. Right. Are you all saying you saw a saucer red because balloon. that person said, right, the red, blue, and green. You, you, are you saying yeah. it because that dude said he saw a saucer? And it's just like, well, no, I mean, like, I saw a saucer too. Because be, it'd be way cooler if you were like, no, dude, this thing was fucking rectangular and it shot out fire. You know, like, at, <laughs> yeah. least, at least there's like 30 different things that I could, you know, because like, what if? Yeah. But I don't know, man. I mean, I, my, my mom, um, is not married, but married to a guy right now. Mm-hmm. And his dad died a while back. And he came home to the house with his dad's red Camaro, like old 90s red Camaro. Mm-hmm. And we think that he brought, like cause his dad is tied to that car, we think. Okay. And came with him to our house from said car and just is now tied to Adam. And the amount of things that have happened in our house are very unexplainable. Hmm. Like very, very unexplainable. Yeah. And uh, like one of them very easily being like, I'm I'm like snapping at my mom, like being a piece of shit. Like, you know, just like <laughs> telling her what the fuck is up. Like, like she didn't raise me, you know. And I fucking am going to my room after I just like, I mean, I thought I won. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was a good argument for me. This was a good day for me. Like she <laughs> fucking got hers that day. Okay? Oh, yeah. Like it was warranted. It was yielded. Like she was just being a fucking meanie. 
And I was not having it, okay? Right on. And I'm walking to my room, and that fucker slams, like, in front of me. Like, the door just slams in front of me. Like, from being, like, completely open, you know? And this is very much around the time that Adam's dad came in with his car, and, like, a a bunch of shit's happening. And Mm -hmm. this is just kind of, like, one thing that he did not tolerate was disrespect. Yeah. Especially towards mom. Right. And so, like, I'm going to my room after I just, like, I'm talking face palmed my mom okay <laughs> and that door slant like i'm talking it almost hits me in the face you know and my mom and i are both looking at the door like like the argument was gone you know at that yeah. point but yeah. it was just kind of like what the fuck is that you know and i've had many situations at that mary jane's bridge thing you know and is that real don't know you run a lot of people and a lot of people like to <clears throat> influence the situation but i know what i saw and i don't really yeah. like to really tell a lot of people unless i feel like i can Say it in a very like independent but believable way. You yeah. Know? Like I, I don't need you to believe it, but this is kind of what I saw and it fucking weirded me out. And how do I explain going to somewhere that is haunted, quote unquote, because there was a story there. There was a girl that, you know, uh, was from a very, very upright Catholic family and she dated some radical believed family boy on an opposite side of town and they started dating and the dad did not like it. And this dude was very, very like, I want to have sex with you and we're going to push the boundaries on that. She was not about it. He fucking chained her to a bridge and raped her, killed her, threw her over the bridge. Jesus Christ. And so that dad and that guy are now nowhere to be found. And they say that every Saturday. Now, now this is where when I was in high school, I'm like, every Saturday at fucking midnight. You got to get every Saturday at midnight. You mean I'm talking, she's got to, like, she's chilling in purgatory and she goes, oh, wait, I got to. I gotta bounce up to Lafayette, Louisiana. I gotta go to the bridge. Fuck, I gotta go to the bridge right now. It's one. It's like, I've been there every other day except a Saturday, you Mm -hmm. know? And I've felt like I've seen some stuff and I'll never forget going down there and I'm leaving because you go to this bridge and you stand there and you're like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, you're really, you, the, 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 the ghost story is that you go down there, you park your car, you, you park it towards the exit and you turn off your car and you like leave your lights on. And then whenever you try to turn on your car, you can't turn it on. And then you see her, right? Oh. And so I will say, I've been down there multiple times. None, my car has not never started before. Mm-hmm. But I will say that uh, like nature is pretty uncontrollable, right? Yeah. Like nature's it. it it's the most- It does what it wants. It does what it wants, dude. And like in no way, shape, or form if I ever asked, because her name is LOL, Mary Jane. Okay. This is Mary Jane's bridge. If I say Mary Jane, are you here? And like a bunch of locusts and grasshoppers and fucking bugs just shut the fuck up for like a minute and a half. Like after I asked that. And I mean, I'm talking like this shit's been going on for 30 minutes since we've been there. Yeah. You know? It's just weird. Interesting. Like I, I, I mean, I'm talking like pin drop. Okay. And Zach yeah. Goodry was with me. You can ask Zach Goodry this. I hope he remembers this. But like we're there. It's just him and I. This is just one story that we're out there and we're like, you know, Mary Jane, are you here? Mary Jane, you know, like you sound like you're fucking on paranormal activity. Like, yeah. You, you know, yeah. It kind of feels cheesy, but like you feel kind of, you feel kind of confident about it. Yeah. Cause if you believe it, you, you want to see it. Yeah. And, uh, everything goes fucking silent. And I'm talking like, like diagonal left. Like it's just the most blood curdling, shrill scream. Like a, like a dead deer or like a fucking bird. Jesus. I mean, I mean, and it's quiet as shit. You know, and you're out like basically in New Iberia in the swamp mm-hmm. on a man-made bridge with no lights. And it's like, 
you know, they have a lot of activity of people going out there and fucking with people. But like, how could you get that far out in that swamp? I mean, there's just, there's just water in, in woods out there. Yeah. And it's the most horrifying thing I've ever heard. I go back there a couple of days later or like a week later and <clears throat> I'm like leaving and uh, there's like a tree. And as you're, as you're driving, like you're driving straight and then you're curving left to go uphill. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like curving left to go uphill, there's like a busted barn gate, like just leaning on a tree. And I've seen this every time I've gone there. And this time, and there's somebody in the car with me. And we're driving and I'm like looking and I see, and I mean, this is, I mean, so movie shit. Yeah. But it's like, it's a chick in a white gown, like in a, like in a white, like it almost looks like a, like a prom dress, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like a homecoming dress soaked. Like it looks like the ring, you know, hair is just drenched in front of her fucking face. And it's like, there's like kind of some red on her. Like on her shit. And I can't see her face, but I can just see her head like coming up. And like as I'm turning, like I don't see it anymore because I'm turning, I'm gone. Like from the Yeah. From the angle. And I don't say shit, Trent. Like I don't <laughs> say a damn word. Because I'm kinda like <laughs> you know, like, come on, like, come on. Like, am I thinking in? Am I fucking Yeah. And the dude in the back of the car goes, Can you stop the car? And I like stop the car and I turn, I was like, Was you and I didn't say shit, like I said. And I'm like, Are you good? And he goes, Dude, did you uh you see the chick in the in the dress, like by the barn gate, like as we were turning, and I'm like, that 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 moment was when it kind of became like all that shit at my mom's house, all that shit that I've seen prior to Mary Jane at the bridge, everything that I've looked up at my dad's house, like it kind of became it became a little bit more real, yeah, to me because that that cat said exactly what I saw, like to the T, right? What I saw, I didn't say shit man and like how would you know how would you know if you didn't see it yeah and so i did not only see it he saw it and then how how could you how could it be so materially made you know into like an actual person but i will say too like you know i'm looking around my car one time i go over there i'm looking around my car and like there's like a like a hole in some bushes you know and like i don't notice it because i'm i'm not really looking at it but like i hear kind of like uh like keys you know Mm -hmm. And I start, and I'm like, who's fucking, like, keys are that, you know? Like, we're not, we're not, like, 20-something and in a band right now. It's not on our hip like a janitor. Right. Yeah, it's like, right. It's yeah. in your fucking pocket. Yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we're adults Because we're adults now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And fucking, I'm like, who the fuck's keys are? And someone's like, oh, dude, it's me. Because I'm kind of, like, low-key, like, dude, she wore chains. Don't do that. You know? Because, like, anything, we're, it's, it's a sensitive subject out here. Like, anything yeah. that we think is related to it, we're going to think it is. So, I don't want anyone doing anything to make me have to debunk it. Right? Yeah. Because I debunk a lot of this shit. Like when I think about it, I'm like, could be this, yeah. could be that. It's probably that. You know, so I, yeah, I'm yeah. not immediately invested. Right. But dude, I will say, um, I like go to my car and I hear this like chain sound, like mm-hmm. this key sound, keychain shit. And like everyone's keys are like in their hand. And it's just, it just keeps going. Like it's fucking loud, dude. Just keys jingling. Dude, like just, just chain. Like, like jingle on, bells. Yeah, yeah, like, like just on, like against metal or like the fucking concrete or something. And I turn around and I'm like, it's coming from like the side of my car. And like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the only one looking right there. And people are looking around the fucking bridge and shit. And I like have a light and I flash it like to the right. And it's like, dude, I mean, like it's in fucking like, like we're at Halloween town, man. Like yeah. there's a gray face. Fish eyes, like decomposed, mouth open. 
like in this hole, like as if, as if her body like rolled in there, you know what I mean? And it's just like her face is just visible. And I fucking like wigged out and I kept my light on it and I like turned, I was like, dude, come here. And I like went back and it's gone. And it's like, is that real? I don't know if that's real. It's pretty goddamn descriptive. Am I that crazy? Am I going to make up that face? Like I've never seen it before. Like her mouth, her, her nose was like, was like gone. Yeah. You know, it was like de- deteriorated. Decomposed. Yeah, decomposed. Yeah, man. Like, and her lips were just all fucking open. Like, her teeth were brown. Like, fish eyes, dude. Fish. Like, gross. You know what I mean? Like, not like your mom dying and being in the casket. Yeah. Like, like fucking 13-year-old dead. dead body. You right. Know? Just like, or, or like, I'm not 30. You wouldn't, you wouldn't stop a fucking face if you're 13 years old, past dead. But, dude, so many things that I could say that I like, I still don't have an account for. Yeah. That just has to be something now like again bigfoot alien do i want it to be real kind of <laughs> but like when you see it it's a, it's a bit scary yeah it's a bit fucking scary because yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. like it, it blows out like who gives a fuck about music at that point <laughs> you know what i mean like did oh, i know yeah, did i just see forget a, the, a cadaver like a, 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 a an ethereal cadaver like a spectral presence that's there proving itself to people that go for no fucking reason other than that it has some tie to this world. It's just interesting. Do I want it to be real? Kind of yes and no. But like same yeah. thing with the aliens. Like do I want it to be real, dude? Yeah, sure. But like am I going to – or – Are you going to be excited when they show up? Dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. And here, let me let me throw you this. Fucking Ouija board. Okay, yeah. Okay. You ever thought about doing a Ouija board? I fucked with one before. Have you? Yeah. It freaks me out only because it's a door. Yeah, yeah, it's a door, and, and it apparently doesn't close. Okay, but that's what I, that's what I've heard and shit, and I've I've messed with one before. Um, I'm just I'm just not a believer in and you know fair, you know what I mean. So, and it might be the belief, and hilariously, it might be the belief that they they feed on right. And you know? and the thing is, to me, I don't see shit like that. Like I don't, I've never seen or had an experience with that because yeah. I'm just so far in disbelief that I don't think I will. Because I'm just and like, nah. dude, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Going back to the Mary Jane thing, I went with. Two dudes, Will Gannon, one of them. Oh, nice. Another guy, uh, Esteban. So I don't remember his last name. Shout out if you're if you're alive, if you're doing good. Um, we went to the we went to the bridge, and uh, Will was very excited about it. His friend was like, not like you, but he was very like, I don't this. What are we doing? Yeah. I'll come, but like whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't like a poser hater bullshit thing. Like he just did not believe. Yeah, yeah. Came in the back seat hung out the entire time we're in the car waiting for midnight right i think this is the only day we came on i've ever gone on a saturday technically mm-hmm. as, as per quote we go we get out because like if this is the end of the bridge okay where we're parked and like over here is the curve yeah where, we're, where I, sh- I told you about the other thing we're looking this way and there's like a fucking white thing like over here okay and it's kind of triangular like it's just kind of a very 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 translucent white shape very see-through but almost not even there like mist dude okay but will sees it and i don't say anything because i want to know like i said like that like that other dude that said it like i want to make sure that we're both seeing it it's not something that i planted in your head right so we get out and we're now we're here and it's becoming a little bit more clear. Like it, mm-hmm. it looks, it looks, it just looks like a dress. Like if you really thought about it, and you really put the detail into like white it. sheer. Yeah, yeah. And the cat Esteban's behind us, 
So it's like me, or it's like Will me, and then the dude. Mm-hmm. And like, he just follows us out, you know, like of the car. And Will and I are like, I mean, can you fucking see that thing? Like, you know what? I mean, yeah, I can kind of see it. Like, and the entire time when we're shooting the shit, this dude is behind us. We get back in the car. We're driving away and this dude is crying. Like, I'm talking bawling, crying. Okay. And like very quietly, like whimpering, like a dog. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Dude. <clears throat> and I've never known this guy to fucking like be like that. Emotional? Like way, way, way overly emotional. Especially to people that he doesn't feel like are, are, are warranted for my emotions kind of thing. Yeah. And this dude is bawling. And we're like, man, what's your problem? Like, are you okay? And he's like, dude, um, like, just stop the car so I can kind of have like a minute to, to get out and like breathe and process. And we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, like we were like, fuck, this is a bust. You know, like we didn't see shit except for this fucking thing that we might be addressed, you know? And so he's like, man, uh, while you guys were doing your fucking thing, trying to figure out what was in front of you, uh, she, quote unquote, was in front of you guys, in between you guys, fucking pointing at me. Like, plain as day. Like, just pointing at him. And, like, saying some shit that he just couldn't understand, but his body, like, understood. Wow. And this dude started just bawling. Like, what on the, the bridge. Fuck? Like, crying. Like, I'm talking, like, and it's not, like, wailing. It's yeah. just the, it's just a very fearful, afraid cry. Wow. It was very weird to see, like, a grown man yeah. be, be, like, and, I mean, this dude was like, fuck that. Fuck right. that. Like, I don't believe in any of that shit. Yeah. None of it. And then... And then that happened to him. It's like crazy, man. I don't know if you just saw something, you know, like maybe you just kind of wanted to be a little bit of a detention whore. Like, yeah, you I, really wanted to sell me on it because like I believe it, but I tried not to say a damn thing so that you could have any and all reign of right. like your own experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and for that dude to ball was just kind of like a, that's fucking weird to me. Like that's fucking. That would be way. That'd weird. be very strange. For Dude, me that'd be too. like we taking. That'd be like we taking like Matt, you know, to go do something. And Matt just starts bawling for yeah. no reason, like out of nowhere, like just crying, dude. And we, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then we ask him later. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that spectral thing that we came to see was like in front of you guys, in between, is pointing at me with her mouth open, like saying stuff. <laughs> it's the- like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Is that sativa or indica? You know? Fuck, yeah, you know? Like, man. Jesus, dude. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, I don't know. I I, I, I like I like that the fucking... Like, I like all that shit, <laughs> you know? But, yeah, it's not... I mean, yeah, I'm just... Uh, is it going to help my band, though? No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just far far removed from shit like that, I guess. Uh, I mean, that's good. I mean, fuck. I mean, not, that, not that I'm... Was it going to benefit? Fuck, no. It's not going to help. Yeah, anything. and I mean, and I don't know. Maybe... Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Do you... Uh, let me ask you. Do you... Uh... Yes. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever the question is. You, what, what's your... If when you go to a Mexican place, like a, like a joint, like a, a Mexican food place... Mm-hmm. Um, what do you base, like, how do you base, how do you grade their food? Like, what's the thing you would order to be like, I'm going to eat this and this is going to make me understand how their entire menu tastes? Um, uh, man, I'll do that. Well, one, I'll look at the menu. If it's in right. English, if it's in Spanish, then I'm like, okay. Well, I, I mean, you know, you, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if they, if they got, if they got beef tongue, that's what I get. 
Damn. I get beef tongue tacos. Do you really? I so do. we're talking we're talking like street taco place. That's why that's where yeah. you Okay. All right. But but I mean if and that's not super common, but usually I'll just out pastor. Wow. Gotta be good. Okay. Because if that's not good, you know. If you fuck up pork, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You suck. And 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 you know, I, I'm not like always dead set on that. Like that's what I get every time. Yeah, but yeah. I will get one al pastor taco because I, I, I just have to know. Right, right. Okay. So I mean, if it's not a if it's not a like uh, true blue Hispanic experience, we're talking like a we're talking like fucking like, El Paso. <laughs> we're talking El Paso. Yeah, yeah. You mean like El Paso, La Pagua? You, I mean, you go to a All New right. Mexican joint. Okay. And you're like, let's let's stop in there. Like Sarah's like, let's go to a fucking. Mexican joint. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 babe. I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> you're like, I don't give a shit. I'm entirely. Yeah. So we walk in. You're like, all right, I'll get the uh, 16 Coronas and <laughs> what do you order? Yeah, I get. I usually get uh, like just taco burrito. What do you get? Two large, um, two large margaritas and uh, well, you know, well, one dude, you you can tell a lot by a place from their chips and salsa. My man, high five it right here. Yeah, yeah see, you that, know that. that. You know that dude, because it's it's true. That's the real deal. Like, how can you fuck up a taco? Now, that's my second thing. I'll get a taco because how can you fuck up a taco? Yeah. But it, if you fuck up the chips and salsa, first off, the chips. The chips got to be banging. Dude, if you fuck up the chips, man, go home. Yeah. Go home. That's it. Go learn from Chili's, dude. Close the restaurant. Shut it down. Send the staff home. I need you to pay them all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I need you to make sure they're good. Yeah. Close the restaurant down because, and also too, if you serve me pico de gallo with salsa, as salsa, yeah, 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 because that's traditional. Hmm. Okay, that's what they do. Yeah. I'm cool with it, yeah. but like, please have at least some banging pico de gallo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, for like, sure. I mean, because I, dude, I'll never forget I went to Cosmo, Mexico, with my mom when I was young on a carnival cruise. We get there, I'm like, I want chips and salsa, and they're like, Yeah, see. Yeah, totally, man. Like, here you go. Slide the fucking chips. Like, we're in the jungle, you know? And it's, like, real fucking cool. They give me pico de gallo and chips. <laughs> and you were, like, what? as a seven-year-old, I was, like, dude, this is a fucking backstab on your part, dude. <laughs> like, you know me, man. Like, yeah, I'm like, looking at you with such genuine conviction. Like, are y'all making fun of me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You think I'm just because I'm American that I'll eat yeah. this shit? Yeah. <laughs> I will. Uh, I mean, I love I love pico, but... Yeah, I do, too, but I'm not the biggest whole tomato fan. Right, yeah, and that's it, fine. You know, like, I like... Like it, like it, you like saucy, 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 yeah, saucy. sauce, sauce, yeah, sauce. Oh god, sauce kind of guy. He likes the sauce. I like the sauce, but, but no, but you can tell a lot from a place from their chips and salsa. I agree, I agree, dude. And that's that's my main like. A lot of people are like oh burrito, or the quesadilla, or a taco. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, no doubt, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. How can you fuck those up? Right. With chips and salsa. But they're margaritas. That matters to me, too. See, and I get that, and I can't get that because I don't fuck with tequila that much unless it's yeah. Patron Green Label. Okay. With a uh, pineapple and orange juice chaser because I am eight years old <laughs> and I uh, had a bad time uh, on my 18th birthday working at Agave. Uh, shout out to Balbeces. I fucking love you guys. And um, I'll never do tequila again in a, in a in a independent form. Yeah. It will never be free-flowing through my body. Right. Ever again. Unless someone has forced it upon me. Right. And at that point, I will force a lot of bile <laughs> onto your floorboard, probably, <laughs> dude. Because I just can't handle that shit. Man. Yeah, yeah. It just it just it just it just it just tastes like uh, fucking like you remember like when your dad calls you and you're like, Holy fuck. <laughs> like not cool, dude. That's what tequila tastes like. Okay. Man. I'm like, nah, man, like I'm in trouble. 
You understand? Like, and then, and then, and then basically, like, the orange pineapple juice is like, my mom going, like, dude, fuck that guy. It's fine. And I'm like, dude, you're so fucking right. Like, he's just, he's just a little bit upset, you know, because yeah, I yeah. scratched his car. <laughs> crashed his Cadillac into the fucking side of the house. It's fine. What's the big deal? What's the big deal, dad? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, man? Just buy another one. Just dad. buy another one, <laughs> Paul, you idiot. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, but, uh, and uh, well, speaking of which, I'm a huge fan. I, I know you worked there before. Yeah. Uh, Izzo's, bro. Izzo's goes hard. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Go, no, please tell me right now. <sighs> you will not find a better quesadilla in town, dude. It's good, man. The burritos are slamming. I know everybody gets the burritos. Yeah. It's real nice for your old lady to walk in, and be like, I want a bowl. I don't want the carp, you know. Like I just want the bowl, and it's like, hey, babe, like get that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I recently discovered the bowls. My dad likes the tacos. He's a he's a square cat. Like he thinks that spending the amount of money on the tacos at Izzo's is worth it. It might be worth it, but like, come on. Yeah. Like you you want more than you ask for. Yeah. Are you more than you bargain for? Yeah. Right. Get that. Get that fucking uh, fall boy, dude. Come on. Illegal. you know whatever the whatever the middle one is. That's when I get I get the steak uh, steak burrito. The uh, so there's the misdemeanor. And then I think there's the felony. Felony. That's yeah, what I yeah, get. Yeah. I get the felony steak. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, you know what's pretty gnarly is pork. Mm-hmm. What used to be the brown rice over there. You can get Mexican rice now only. And the pinto bean. Yeah. Tastes like rice and gravy. Dude, yeah. And I, I load. I'm I'm not. I'm uh What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your, like, what do you get? Like on it. On it, yeah, dude, almost everything, almost everything. Yeah, I'm I'm not a picky eater, dude. It's I the fuck, oh, dude. I load it down. I kind of am. I'm like, That's dude, fine. it, dude. You know, it's pretty gnarly though. I mean, I'm telling you, quesadilla is the best thing on the menu. And if you get a quesadilla, you cut it in half. For everyone listening right now, if you go to Izzo's and you don't get a quesadilla cut in half, you're doing yourself a disservice because the two middle pieces are too goddamn big, and they fall out. True, everything falls out. So what do you do? You make a little pocket. Because the two end pieces of the quesadilla are the best pieces. You save those for last because they're pockets. Right. So you cut it in half and you got two big pockets. And then you're like, I'm just going to eat one. And I might save the other one for later. Yeah. But if I don't, I don't have to worry about wasting my fucking meal. Right. At all. (laughs) Because if you're also an intelligent person, an adult person, you get chips with it. True, dude. the entrails that fall out, you just scoop it up. And then you have a side plate of nachos. Yeah. And you're good. Now... For those of you that had no idea about this, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, man, because you need to start eating like a dominant adult. Izzo's bangs. Dude, Izzo's needs to be in every state. It does. Every fucking state. They're go- now, look, ground beef is solid, but the shrimp in any combination yeah. is, is, is in tandem is great. It's so good. I used to, when I used to work there, I used to three meat it. Oh, yeah. And they used to charge me for like a kid's quesadilla. That's, yeah, that's not good for anybody. <laughs> that's not good for anybody. Yeah. I can believe that, dude. Yeah, dude. But well, shit, man. I'm kind of uh, running short on time. I gotta go. Pressing it's, it out. It's my dad's birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. Neilfus. Big um, Neilfus. But yeah, man. I guess before we go, is there anything that you'd like to say to the masses? Um, like just your final <laughs> remark. Yeah, know? man. Uh, if you're in a band, if you're like doing stuff, keep it up because we're all we all see it. You know, it might be a small scene, but um. It's our scene, and uh, we're all proud of you, and I think everybody just needs to keep supporting everybody, and um, man, go go to local shows. Go out, spend the 10 bucks. Like, it's going to be good. Like, even if you didn't want to do it, you're going to feel good when you go out there. Buy a shirt. 
you know, people need people need people to buy shirts. <laughs> Us included. Bands are basically uh, bands are a clothing store companies. Yeah, man, yeah. we're a low we're, we're a low profit salesman. t-shirt store, but t-shirt salesman. Man, like uh, just just don't be afraid to ask for help too. You know, like don't be afraid to ask for help from anybody that's in your scene, in your genre, um, even in even in your everyday life. You know, um, if you need help, ask for it. Be good to people. Please be good to people because there's not that many people that are good to people. And it sucks to not be good to. <laughs> it does, dude. It does. And especially in this scene. Especially in this scene, it just kind of sucks to get rubbed the wrong way. And it's too small for you to like shit where you eat, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just hope the best for everybody and I hope that everybody's kind of making sure that they have a good day because you deserve it <laughs> you do man right. you do dude you do and i just want to end it out with uh having a having a good night not saying it just saying <laughs> well dude thank you so much for doing this of man. course man. i thank uh, you. i enjoyed i thoroughly enjoyed this one um you know we got into some deep shit at the end there Dude, I, I told Austin I was going to try to push this thing in like three hours. <laughs> yeah. He was like, dude, I, I swear to God, if you don't push this thing in three hours, I'm going to be disappointed. But I was like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I was doing the hood cast, we would do like two and a half hour episodes and those were always good. But, right, right, right. Man. But yeah, I'm like. Kind of gets to where you're talking about your underwear brand at the point. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Man, what you like an hour 45. That's where we're at right now. Oh, right. Yeah. Pretty good. Oh, man. Yeah. Out of hour 45. So we'll, we'll call it that. We'll but, call uh, it that, dude. I appreciate it, man. Of course. Thank you. Dude. Yeah, dude. You're fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, listeners, that's it for the episode. Thank you for listening. And, you know, dude, stay tuned for the next one. All right. See y'all later. Later.